losers! Welcome to episode 12 of Ranger Pod, the podcast that takes the lunch money from the Morphin Grid one episode at a time. I'm PDT, and I know nothing about Power Rangers because I'm not a nerd. And joining me is Grax. Hi, geek! Whoa, whoa, PDT, are, are, are you okay? Uh, what's it to you, loser? You don't sound like yourself. You sound a little bit stressed out or something. I'm stressed out. Your mum's stressed out. Oh, hey, no, that's not fair. And what's with this leather jacket you're wearing? I don't ever see you wear leather jackets before. It's called fashion. Well, okay, if that's how you feel. But um, hang on, let me get you a drink. I, I think you need to like have some calming juices flowing for your body right now. So, hey, have a drink, have a drink. Yeah, about time too. Service round here is awful. Uh, oh, oh, what was that? Oh, oh, that was that was some of my special sap. That's all. Oh, hey, Grax. Um, what's what's going on? Are we are we recording a podcast already? Yeah, didn't you know we're recording a podcast right now? Uh, no way. Talking about episodes off. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you were acting really, really strange for a second. But uh, are you feeling better now? Have you, have you uh, calmed uh, down a bit? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've got my notes here, so I must be. I think I'm ready to go. Um, yeah, apparently we're talking about episode 12 of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, episode 12. Uh, Power Ranger Punks, I believe it's called. Oh, of course. That first aired on September 20th, 1993. This is this is really weird. Um, I mean, <laughs> obviously we've watched the episode on Netflix. If people want to go and watch it on Netflix or on DVD, please do. Uh, if you don't, you know, we can't make you. Uh, I'm not the kind of person who would force people to do things. No, no, because you're usually a really, really nice guy. I'm a pretty mild-mannered kind of chap, yeah. You would never shout names and insults at people, that's for sure. No way, no. God, I mean, I'd I'd be mortified if I ever did that, frankly. So, Grax, uh, I hope you're ready, um, because it's time for you to try and summarise the episode in under two minutes, Power Ranger Punks. Uh, it's it's an interesting episode, and we're gonna have a lot to say about it. Uh, yeah, I think it's, it, there is a lot for me to go through, but but I think I think I could get it done in two minutes. Well, you better because that's the time you've got. Starting in three, two, one, activate. We begin this episode with a very boring game of volleyball between our five heroes, but in fact it's so boring, let's go to the moon, because right now Babu is playing with his chemistry set to make the punk potion. Science! So, so we go back to the volleyball, it's a bit more volleyball, but suddenly putties at 3 minutes and 25 seconds! So the heroes, they take on the putties in very badly edited special effects, well, camera cutting, and during the fight, Babu puts the punk potions into the five hero drinks. And uh, blah, 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 fighting, fighting, the putties are dispatched. Phew! Fighting putties is a sure thirsty work, so Kimberly and Billy go for a drink, they drink the juice, and they turn all evil. And they knock away the other three glasses as they turn evil. So, Billy and Kimberly, they're rude to their friends, and they walk away. Meanwhile, on the moon, Reach is like, Finster, make me a monster! Oh yeah? What about the Terror Toad monster we did for Sorcery 7? Yeah, that'll do! Alright, back at the high school, Bok and Skull having troubles with their lockers when suddenly Billy and Kimberly One appear minute. as punks! The most violent villains of the 90s, full leather jackets and everything. Punk and Kimberly are Skull out on a date, and Punk Billy roughs up Bok by the locker. How evil is that? Zordon and Alpha lock up Billy and Kimberly in their energy prison for being punks. So then Zordon then says, the other rangers... Says to the other rangers that Boo has given them punk potion, and the new cure is to get the sap of the squash that wails like the root plant in that 
root plant thing in Harry Potter, the Chamber of Secrets. Never mind the Pog plotline. Rachel's released her most evil creature to date, the Terror Toad. It's morphing time. Eleven minutes and twenty seconds. The Red Ranger, the Black Ranger, the Yellow Ranger. They attack the Toad, but the Toad is kicking ass. It's the Yellow Ranger. Twenty meanwhile, seconds. Uh, meanwhile, Alpha is sent to a random dark studio that is lined with black bin bags and retrieves a welling plant. Um, blah, blah, blah. Zordon's like, yeah, Ten. great. Let's let's. Uh, oh no, I'm funneling over. Um, Zordon's like, yeah, let's get the toad oh, here. Uh, let's go get it. Three, they kill the two, big guys, and it's Damn over. It. No. Oh. I mean, that oh, was a spectacular fall in form after last week. Oh, no. And I didn't get to the part where they killed Billy and Kimberly and they were like, oh, this is rubbish. And then they beat the frog by shooting an arrow at his gob. And then Skull was like, yeah, let's go on that date. And Kimberly's like, no. Gross. And they all finished with a game of volleyball in which Bobby no, Skull wrap up. You didn't get to any of that. So we're going to have to just it not didn't talk happen. about it. No. Yeah, it just didn't happen. Oh, well. So. The end. Re- the end. <laughs> So, yeah, and that's us for this week. Uh, I've been PDT, and this has been great. Because <laughs> uh, really, that's all I want to say about this episode. Uh, I would just like to pre- pretend it didn't happen. Really? You do want to pretend it didn't happen? I actually thought this episode was pretty good. Okay, I mean, as an overall point, it the action stuff was good. The monster was actually pretty good. The monster was actually threatening, and the monster was kicking ass and actually taking out the rangers one by one. That's worth some points. Yep, yep. Let's start. What, Grax, what's your definition of the word punk? Um, when you say punk to me, I tend to think of the 1970s look with the punk hair and punk music, like, uh, never mind the buscocks, I think, and uh, just generally punk music and leather jackets. Well, not leather jackets, but just, just generally that kind of attire. But overall, punks are pretty nice people. Okay. I mean, I'm just looking at it on Google. I've Googled the word punk, and it's got a few yeah. definitions. Um, first of all, obviously, an admirer or player of punk rock. Yeah, absolutely. Typically characterised by coloured spike hair and clothing decorated with safety pins or zips. I think Billy in this episode did have some safety pins and things, didn't he? He was he had, like, uh, leather-studded gloves, I think, and a neck collar, and... One of those denim jackets with the sleeves torn off. And a bandana. As soon as they became punks, they obviously went to the punk shops. Because you see them in their normal attire when they drink the potion. And then the very next morning, they come into school and they've got a whole new wardrobe. They really do have a whole new wardrobe. And Kimberly is looking mm, fine as, even more so than usual. Is she? Oh, did you not see how short her leotard was going? It was like, wow, all the way up. I saw that she'd overdone on the makeup and not bothered to brush her hair. Yeah, that's the look I like. That's punk. Rough and ready look. (laughs) Uh, There's a few other definitions of punk. A worthless person. That's Billy normally. What? That's a thing. Billy was actually competent in this episode as a punk. He was able to... (laughs) No, he wasn't. No. Yes, he was. He was able to talk down at bulk. He was able to lift them up using his superpowers as one would. He was competent in that one moment... But for the rest of his time as a punk, he pretty much just said, yeah, got it. Yeah, got. All right, fine. I'll admit <laughs> that the script writers needed to spend more than one minute writing their dialogue. For I because that's the thing I did not like. I don't think it was the script writers that were the problem. I mean, a few other definitions. We've got a criminal thug, which I guess is kind of what they're going for. Also, 
in US prison slang, a passive male homosexual. We'll pass on I that one without that. comment. <laughs> um, oh, also, an inexperienced young person. And soft, crumbly wood that has been attacked by fungus used as tinder. I can't see how that last one relates to um, Billy and Kimberly, but okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that Kimberly's been attacked by fungus more than once, I think. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Just I'm, I'm vaguely hinting at some kind of infection. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I'm a bit sad about is how they're using the term punk as to be a, like a negative thing. And, and I, I don't know, couldn't they? I think they could have been a bit different i don't like the how they're using punk as a negative term because like i know i know some punks who are really lovely people i think they've possibly used it for balkan skull before haven't they yes i suppose that's true i mean could they be considered punks i think the show considers them punks and that's why we get kimberly coming on to skull because it's like hey they're all punks now yeah so therefore that like breeds like and so they're bound to get together but skull was like yeah i'm in there <laughs> finally yeah my charms have worked I was going to wait a bit for this, but I I really feel for Skull in this episode. Yeah. From his perspective, Kimberly is just teasing him. She's giving him the the massive come on. You know, she's practically snogging him when she's like, let's tear up the town. Absolutely. And they're both chewing gum in in synchronous chewing, which is obviously a sign of um, love. Yeah. And then at the end, he's just like, you know, he's made an effort. He's got dressed up in a suit. He's got dressed up in a suit. To go on this date. And Kimberly's like, uh, no. It's, no, it's a bit worse than that. She was like, ew, how gross. And I was like, oh, I feel so bad yeah, for Skull. Then, he's made an effort. Exactly. And then Billy's like, uh, they don't date Neanderthals. And I'm like, it's not their fault this time. You know, I'm box trying his luck by trying to come on to Trini, and I think that's what riles Billy up. Because he's like, hey, don't move in on my missus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you can't blame Bog for trying. I mean, he, he, he saw an opportunity, he tried to grab it and seize it with his hands, and unfortunately it didn't work out. I think the problem was that he tried to grab it, wasn't it? That was <laughs> that was ultimately the problem. Remember, kids, don't grab ladies with your hands without consent. They don't like that. I think in later seasons there's an episode involving some kind of love potion. Really? I could be wrong. No, I I bet you're I bet you ten quid that there probably is because they go on for like how many episodes they've got to come across the love scene at one point. This is something I'm trying to remember. I seem to remember something similar happens with Kimberly and Skull. There's kind of a near thing between them when they're in when she's under the potion. Wow. And I think it might be Valentine's or something where there's a big dance at the end, and obviously she's with Tommy by that point, who we've not met yet, but he's the Green Ranger, guys. Um, spoilers <gasps> oh my but she's 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 in a relationship with tommy and i think i think that episode actually ends with her kind of cutting off the dance with tommy and just going hey can i because skull's looking kind of dejected in the corner mm-hmm. and she's like hey I'm, I'm gonna ask skull to dance so you know she she throws him a bone she's like look we're not nothing's gonna happen between us but hey you're a nice guy you know, it's not it's not your fault. Let's let's have a dance. Ah, I could have just pulled that out of my ass. If I have, then I mean, they should make that episode. But it's a bit late now. But I'll I'll certainly hold this segment for a future episode. We can compare it and then go. Remember that time in episode twelve we talked about <laughs> Valentine's Day? Yeah, should we talk about punk bullies. 
Okay, well, I'm trying to put off talking about punk bullies because what I've got written down in my notes is the worst overacting in Power Rangers. I'm sorry, but Amy Jo Johnson and David Yost, you deserve to be fired for this episode. No way, man. They were given what they had and they ran with it and they had fun with it. You cannot blame them for having fun with this episode. I mean, they're clearly having fun, but uh, just awful. Just, I cringed every time one of them said something. Yeah, yeah, but I, I was, I, I was... No, I, you, no, not, not yeah. Yeah! <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I guess that was a bit annoying, the laugh. Yeah. Well, they had some good comebacks, like, uh, hey there, you big brain geekoid. Oh, that, was that good, was it? Yeah, yeah and, um, um, <laughs> uh, you guys are dorks! Which I thought was rich coming from Billy, who actually said that to Jason. It's like, really? That that's a little bit. They also called Zordon green at one point, and that's like, nope, nope. He's not been green since the on-air pilot. Uh, clearly, this was <laughs> this was filmed before they made that decision um, to make him blue. <laughs> My main problem with this is it's the writing. I mean, it's not just the the bad acting between Kimberly and billy even though they had fun with it there was just some throwaway and stupid lines like when kimberly and billy were cured and they became the re- uh, the blue and the pink ranger there was that point where they were backing up from the toad and they say we, we we need to do something you mean switch sides exactly and they switched yeah. sides and that did absolutely nothing As- well, there was no reason for that yeah because he didn't say switch sides he's like oh we must transpose our positions and she's like what do you mean switch sides that's it but, but why do they even bother to write that in why couldn't they just write something I don't know. Because otherwise, the Sentai footage would have been, like, just treated silently. Oh, I don't know. You and I could probably write something better right now, because, I don't know, let's think about it. Hmm, this Toad is a real hard-ass. This is probably the most difficult thing we've come to date. We need to, um, be on our guard, on our alert. Okay, let's, you see, I wrote something better than that. This is the most difficult thing we've come to date. That's right. (laughs) Okay. I mean, it's only just better. Yes! <laughs> oh, I mean, no, I've got nothing good to say about them in this episode at all. I just kind of fell in love with them a little bit, and I wish that they stayed as punks. I wish they stayed in that kind of thing, because I think that, that style would have been a great asset to the team rather than just being generic. Well, I mean, I wasn't convinced that she wasn't still a punk. When she get, comes out, and she's like, oh, totally gross, Toad. And it's like, really? Are you sure you're still not a punk, Kim? Oh, that, that even proves a point because you're just like saying, hey, check out that Toad. That's rather cool. And I was saying, yeah, Kimberly, you're right. As I was watching the TV screen, yeah, that is a cool Toad. Kim, you and me, we, we think like that. You call me. That, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as you suggested, the Toad is a really good monster. The Terror Toad. I was sceptical when it came out. I was like, really? This is... I mean, I'm not sure about the design. It's very... It's just a big frog. I mean, it's it does what it says on the tin. I like the fact that it gets the range... And even though it makes no sense for it to get the ranger masks on its belly. I quite like that. Yeah, I, I like that too. And I like the fact that it actually put up a fight and it was actually imposing. And it actually gave the rangers a run for their money. I found it a bit strange that... Why did the Black Ranger and the Yellow Rangers get absorbed as a pill? And then as a Red Ranger, he actually went inside uh, the Toad's mouth and was consumed in quite a horrific way. The only reason that the Red Ranger was manually swallowed up was so that Kimberly and Billy could see its 
true mouth. Overall, I really like that monster. Not the best design, but he was actually effective. Well, should we take a pause to find out where the monster came from? Yeah, please do. I, I, th- that was the thing. I couldn't quite figure out how the punk storyline with the American stuff coincide with the Japanese footage with the Japanese show with the Toad. Do they actually link up? Okay, well, we're talking about episode 26 of Zoo Ranger. Uh, we've actually jumped quite far ahead. Really? Hang on, how many episodes have we jumped from since episode 11? I think it was 14 or 15. So we've jumped a good 11 or 12 episodes. Oh, okay. Which, I mean, we'll come back to those episodes, partly because those episodes do involve the Green Ranger. For reasons that we'll get onto later, the Green Ranger has no presence in this story. It, which is why they just used it sort of before the Green Ranger turned up in Power Rangers. Because not every episode after the Green Ranger comes into Zoo Ranger has the Green Ranger in it for reasons. So, see, like the American episode, this one opens with science, with Top Pat doing science. It also opens with the kids playing tennis. Not volleyball this time, but tennis. Okay, okay. It's all quite similar. I was surprised by how similar it was. They were playing tennis. May wasn't being part of the tennis. The Pink Ranger was just serving the drinks. She literally was just watching the coats. Because, <laughs> oh. you know, she she's the girl. So, yeah. Japan. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. Top Pat, again, it, as in the episode, flies on Rita's penny farthing with his potion. And That still bothers me, the fact that they flying around in a penny farthing <laughs> and, and it was even worse this time around because you could you could see it was one of those rotating backgrounds and he was just cycling on Aww. the spot and it's ah like, oh, super low budget special effect it bothers yeah. me it still bothers me after 12 episodes in well i had been wondering how this episode was going to tie in with the american footage um because obviously there had to be a reason why the blue and pink rangers weren't in the battle until quite late Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not, then when he's flying, Top Pat says something about this is my best poison that I've ever made. And so it's like, all oh, right, okay, so they get poisoned, and, you know, they're at, they're just out of action for most of the episode till they get cured. Okay, that's reasonable. That's the kind of things you Ranger does, you know. It, it would be more likely to have them on death's door. Because they're more gritty, more realistic, more real yeah, to life compared to the Americans. That's the thing. I, I was kind of, I was looking forward to seeing what Sentai plot the american show had bastardized and sure enough he puts it in their drinks uh the two of them drink it and they immediately start fall to the floor start clutching their throats and i'm like this is good Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then they get up again and start going oh hey you losers and uh, oh wait it's the exact same plot line it's a very similar plot line oh yes that's brilliant Oh, wait, yeah, and you actually posted the picture on uh, Twitter and Facebook, and I was thinking, surely not. Surely they didn't have the same plot line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's not quite the same costumes. I think the Zoo Ranger generally pull it off better. The acting is slightly more underplayed. Not very much. Oh. Um, and the costumes are slightly better. But yeah, apparently it's given them a heart of purest evil, the potion. <gasps> oh, purest evil. Now, that sounds a lot better than punk potion, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. And, you know, they have a bit of a fight with the Zoo Rangers and May smashes the Yellow Ranger over the head with a chair. Um, yeah! And so then they go off and they start a fight with some bikers. And Dan's wearing lipstick for some reason. I don't really know how that fits in. It's fine. It's tough. Lipstick is tough. 
Yeah, but to be fair, you do actually see them get to do more than just punk be punks in this episode. Uh huh. You get a few cutaways while all the Terratoad stuff's going on. You get one where they're cheating some businessmen at a dice game. And they sort of end up fighting the businessmen when they turn on them. And there's one particular one before the ad break where they interrupt a mafia deal or some kind of gangland deal. And they're just like, right, give us the money and the stuff. May the Pink Ranger actually gets out a machine gun. Wow. And the last thing you see before the advert is a sort of gunning towards the camera going <laughs> you know wow so the so these two are acting like actual criminals as opposed to the uh, american stuff where it's like well they're just being rude yeah actual criminals see you're, you're selling this episode to me this sounds like a brilliant episode well that's the thing it's as i say it, um, the potion's meant to give them a heart of purest evil not just make them sort of a bit bullyish. yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so anyway, um, Bandora decides to take advantage of it by getting Terra Toad. I can't remember what it's called. It's Dora something because it's you, Ranger. Mm-hmm. Dora Frog <laughs> thing. Dora Frog thing. Let's call it that. So yeah, Yellow gets swallowed up by Dora Frog thing. <laughs> Black and Red go off to regroup and kind of do some book work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They find out in a book that the frog's weakness is its true face, as it's called. Yeah. I don't know what that means yet. Meanwhile, their mentor, Barza goes after the mandracore, which I think is actually something from mythology. I didn't have time to look it up. But I, I believe the mandracore root is something, like, proper. You know, it screams when it's pulled, and according to Barza, the mandracore scream is a one-way ticket to the afterlife. Mm. And, so and you... that that's the footage you saw in the globe in Zordon's um, uh, command centre, where they actually show yes. him fighting all the other putties creatures i can't remember that's right yeah because barza gets is interrupted by some putties and or some golems and then he pulls and, yeah, out the roots and then it wails and then it, it dispatches the bad guy again one way ticket to the afterlife because he's got earplugs in so he doesn't hear the scream mm. he's a clever man so yeah barza gets that and he kind of goes along and slams their heads together and forces them to drink the mandracore juice mm-hmm. and it doesn't work <gasps> what yeah, so Dan grabs the mandracore and hits May over the head with it. Oh! And then because the mandracore is a fan of slapstick, the mandracore laughs, and that's what cures them. What? Zhu Ranger always has to go one better. Okay, so you're saying that it's not the juices of the root that cures them, it's the root laughing that cures them. Yeah. You, yeah. had, you had me, Zoo Ranger. You had me on board. <laughs> and then you do this dumb stuff, this stupid thing, and you just ruin it. Oh, well, oh, that that's a heavy <laughs> blow to the credibility of this episode. Yep. So anyway, yeah, then they change clothes. Well, I mean, you don't see them changing clothes, but he's like, hey, go and help Red Ranger. And when they turn up to help Red Ranger, they're back in their normal costumes again. So all right, all right. clearly they've stopped off to have a leisurely stop. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, at some point, Gushi's been eaten as well, like you saw in the episode. Yep. And so, yeah, then Geki gets eaten up because he, he tries to attack the face because he's like, that's its face. It's true face. They cut off the horn and they're surprised when it doesn't do it because they're like, what? But we got its true face. Mm. So obviously, well, yeah, when it eats the Red Ranger, you see its true face. Which is a black stain on its chin. You know, there is actually kind of a couple of evil eyes and a sort of mouth. Sort of, yeah, it's it's not clear, but mm. 
I guess it's clear enough for them to uh, be able to say that must be his true face. And then Dan, the Blue Ranger, is like, okay, I'm going to be the bait. You get him in his true face with your bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. He gets eaten. Uh, she gets stopped by Top Pat. Like you see, again, like you see in the episode, Babu comes along and is like, oh, no, you're not doing it. Yeah. So she runs off. Mm-hmm. She get she kind of gets demorphed by the toad and runs off. They go after her, hunting for her in the woods. Mm-hmm. And something which never made sense to me in the episode, the fact she kind of fired her bow and there were like 12 arrows flying through the air. Oh, that's just Japan for you. It's fine. Well, no, that was in Power Rangers. Oh. Uh, Japan, Japan makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, I, I, I didn't, that didn't bother me so much because that's just stylistic, artistic licensing of like. Well, shall I explain what happens in Japan first? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's in the forest. She has an idea, and then you see her kind of coming out into the open and like, look, you're clearly too good for us. So I just do what you want with me, and then he grabs her with his tongue, and she pulls on her thing. And it activates a trap, which fires, like, loads of arrows from the trees. She's kind of set ah. up, like, ropes and things. That's how she gets his true face, with a big trap. And obviously the Zurin just come out, they beat the monster, mm-hmm. etc. Yep. With that final arrow. Yes, and with the millions of arrows. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, she kills it with her, t- yeah, her terror arrow thing. And the final scene is the biker, you know, the biker gang that they picked a fight with earlier. Yep. It's kind of similar in theme to the Power Rangers ending in that the biker gang, like, come after Dan and May and they're like, lead us, we want to join your gang. Oh, that's interesting. They start chasing after them and Dan and May are like, no, no, we're not leading. And hijinks ensue and that's the end of the episode. That actually sounds like a really good episode. Definitely one of the better episodes from what you're describing. How dumb... How dumb are Zach, Trini, and Jason? What makes you say that? When Kim and Billy are so obviously transformed, Trini's like, I think they just caught the sun. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty It's like, sweet. no, Trini. Obviously, something bad is... I mean, Zordon and Alpha get it immediately. Well, that's because they're watching them at all times. Of course Zordon and Alpha <laughs> got it instantly. Well, they take one look at them and they're like, yeah. This is this is messed up. Clearly, they're not right. So let's kidnap them and imprison them against their will. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know why Kimberly and Billy didn't morph, but it was surely only a matter of time. Hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. They still had their power coins. So they could have just morphed in the prison. They could have morphed in the prison, but they wouldn't have been able to get out because presumably Zorda and Alpha thought of that. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I mean, if you and I were power rangers and we were dr- mm. we drunk the punk potion and we became bad guys i mean that would probably be one of the first things we do forget about the f- the three rules and everything let's just morph and terrorize yeah yeah no, i mean that's what i would do anyway you yeah. know if i had a potion <laughs> or not <laughs> I'm like, right i'm using this for personal gain <laughs> mm, i hope you never get that kind of power pdt immediately call the zord stomp on rita and then go out and loot <laughs> You're, you're too efficient, PDT. I am best at Power Rangers. <laughs> With all of them kind of indisposed, Zordon sends his best agent to go and get the singing squash that will cure Kimberly and Billy. Alpha 5! Yeah. Alpha 
five, yeah. Yeah, the best of the best. And he goes on a journey. He doesn't go on a journey. He just goes to some random studio where it's all dark and bubbly and just yanks out. It's hardly an epic quest that they did in the Japanese, though. It's a journey which features literally no peril. None whatsoever. Even when he gets attacked by putties, it was like activating self-defense. They they do the shibby shake. They do the Harlem shake. Jump off. And then he's like, there you go. It just didn't need to be done. I don't know. <laughs> but PDT, how would they get the root to get the sap to cure Kimberly and Billy if Alpha didn't go on this quest? Zordon isn't going to do it. He's just ahead. Zordon isn't going to do it because Zordon's already bloody done it. We see Zordon in the past picking up the root. So just what? go, hey, Alpha, go and go and get the root from the basement or whatever. You know, go down to the kitchen. I'll tell you one thing I did like, though. I, I did like that final arrow shot, uh, which goes straight into the toad and kills it. The where we it say- actually clips onto the arrow and it like follows the arrow all the way. I, I appreciate that. You say it goes straight to him. It doesn't. It bends past several trees. <laughs> yes, it does. But to shut up. That's fine. It was yep. a good camera shot. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's... Even though I like that camera shot with the arrow, I did not like how they did the choppy animation, uh, the choppy frame rate. With oh, there uh... should be a warning for epileptics at the beginning. I mean, that was seriously worse than anything that you've mentioned in the past. You know, I noticed it this time. Yeah, I mean, it, it was weird because it did some really fast cutting, slow down, and then back in and forth thing. It was just like they threw the, the 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 video reel on the floor and shuffled it with some scissors and just glued it back together with some uh, PVA glue and went, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many shots there were in the first couple of seconds of that fight, but it felt like there were about 20. It was, yeah. It was so disjointed, wasn't it? It and was it, mad. It was really confusing. I did not like Although, it. Although, what I did like at the end of that fight, and I, I, we, I guess we'll probably never know if it was scripted or intended or not, but they left it in. Trini, I guess, sort of because of momentum or whatever, she falls over. What? Like when the putties disappear, Trini falls over. I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Jason's like, you're right. And yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go back to the footage and take a look at that and, and take a look because I, I was just not paying attention at all. Yeah, it's a really just like fun moment. It's, yeah. So, I think we're about ready to rate this episode uh, out mm-hmm. of our usual five power coins. I was watching this episode and I was thinking, you know what? I'm actually getting into this episode. Yes, it has its various problems, like the bad script writing and the acting, which I thought was actually pretty good. The very poor acting. It was fun acting. They were having fun. Um, I don't know what that is. (laughs) But I I was struggling to find any major problems with it, like I have done with the previous episodes. I was struggling to see anything where completely and utterly crazy it was actually a pretty good storyline and i mean I the problem the... was there any time that amy joe johnson or david yost were on the screen no no that's not true <laughs> i disagree with that that was the best bit and i wish that they stayed oh. there anyway all in all i really enjoyed this episode from beginning to end and i listening to the zoo ranger stuff i would have enjoyed that significantly more so i'm giving this four out of five coins wow yeah, wow. it's, okay. this is easily one of my top three favourite episodes so far. I've got to say, I think this might be one of David Jost's favourite episodes. I can't remember whether it's this one or a later one with Billy and Kimberly. 
uh, which I think we'll get to in a few weeks. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's one of these episodes which he always calls his favourite episode in convention panels. Really? It could be this one. Yeah, mm, I could see why because he's just having fun and breaking yeah. character. I guess maybe it'd be his favourite one to make. But if he saw his performance, I think he'd cry. <laughs> <laughs> Because, look, I, I can't give this any more than a two. Oh, come on! That's way too low. No, it's not. I, You know, I and both of those stars are for the action footage. Like oh, the action, man. I, I really like the action footage. I think it's it's good. I mean, it's still flawed. I think the whole thing with the frog's true face could have been done better. I think mm-hmm. it really bugged me, the whole thing of firing the arrow once and having, like, 12 arrows go. That was just poor editing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, you know, the Alpha 5 bit, the, any, any of the punk stuff, and the horrible ending with Skull, uh, yeah, it's a two, it's, I mean, it's barely a two. Okay, okay, I, I, I can't agree with you. So, look, I mean, do you agree with me, do you agree with Grax? Let us know, tweet us at RangerPod, you know, we love it when someone actually says, hey, I'm listening to the show. That kind of keeps us going and making more of them. So Damn right it does. Let us know. Um, and if you've got any more detailed opinions, just email us, therangerpod at gmail.com. At the moment, we only get spam to that address, so it'd be nice to get something better. Join us again next week when, oh God, it's another Billy episode. Um, oh, oh, do we have to? <laughs> I'm afraid we do. Oh, okay. It's the episode Peace, Love and Woe. In which, according to Netflix, Billy draws on the powers of his friends to rescue the girl of his dreams. Oh no. Yeah. This is going to be dumb. It's the first of Billy's many love interests. Just imagine if we'd chosen the the order that's other places on the internet, we'd be on the Green Ranger by now. Oh! Yep. And on that bombshell, we'll see you next week. I've been PDT. I've been Grax. Bye. Uh.